Church in Ligonier, Pennsylvania. Today's devotion comes from Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 through 11. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God something to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. There's a children's book that I own that I purchased for myself nearly a decade ago, so I didn't buy it for Tom. It's one that I thought was actually pretty theologically rich for a children's book and thought maybe I should uh, have one, uh, my own copy to look at. And the book is called uh, The Caterpillar and the Polywog, and it's by Jack Kent. And it was published in 1982, and it kind of looks like that. The illustrations certainly come from that era, but... There's some real theological power to this book, and I'm going to tell you about it right now. The book features a somewhat self-interested caterpillar who goes around the pond telling her friends that um, she will one day turn into a butterfly. And this caterpillar is very excited about this because butterflies are very beautiful. And when the caterpillar gets to the polywog with a tadpole, right, the caterpillar says, I'm going to become a butterfly one day. And the tadpole says, hey, I'm going to change into something too. Because, uh, well, that's what they do. Caterpillars and uh, tadpoles have that in common. And the two agree to enter into their metamorphosis together, but the, the caterpillar wants to go first. The idea being that, you know, the caterpillar changes and the polywog can watch and change after seeing how it's done. And so the caterpillar spins its cocoon. <clears throat> and so the caterpillar spins its cocoon and the tadpole watches. And the caterpillar says, when I come out of this cocoon, I'll be a butterfly. And the tadpole says, great, maybe I'll be a butterfly too. Show me how it's done. And as you turn the pages, you can see the tadpole eagerly watching uh, the, the caterpillar's exit from the cocoon. He's sitting by the cocoon waiting and watching and excited to see what happens. But as the tadpole is waiting, you can see the tadpole begin to lose its tail. And as the tadpole is waiting, it begins to grow arms instead of you know little fins. And as the tadpole is waiting, it grows legs. And finally, as the caterpillar emerges from its cocoon into a beautiful butterfly, the tadpole jumps up and down with delight um, because he's not a tadpole anymore. He's a frog. He can jump. And as the shocked ex-tadpole, now frog, looks at the butterfly, looking at his own body and experiencing his own new situation, he says, and this is where the theology kicks in, he says, I was so busy watching you... I didn't notice what was happening to me. Let me say that again. I was so busy watching you, I didn't notice what was happening to me. 
one of the great mysteries, friends of the Christian faith, is that change happens on God's terms and in God's timing. It's not something we can really force, just like a tadpole doesn't really turn into a frog via force. But St. Paul knows that the trick to bringing about a personal change has little to do with force, but like our polywog eagerly awaiting the butterfly's arrival, it has to do with where you're looking and what you are watching. And so St. Paul tells the church in Philippi, a church undergoing a violent persecution, to be humble and to look out for the interests of others. And he says the way to become humble and the way to become self-giving is to watch Jesus Christ become humble and self-giving in his own life. Reflect, says St. Paul, on the great mystery of the cross, that Jesus being equal to God gave up immortality and heaven and power and even life itself for the sake of those he loved. Reflect on the glory of Jesus' death and resurrection in its fullest, says St. Paul, and if you can do this, O church in Philippi, if you can focus on that, you'll have what you need to survive the cataclysm of the day. Music and sound effects come to us today from a number of Creative Commons licenses. I want to thank Alexander at OrangeFreeSounds.com for the Angel Choir sound effect, and Jim Bryson for his tune, Clear the Crowds. Stay tuned. Later this week, I hope to have our podcast series up with a wider distribution so that you can listen through an official podcasting app instead of just coming to our website. And never forget, friends, all shall be well, all shall be well, and all manner of things shall be well. Go in peace. And it must have been the way she came in like a tidal wave. Epiphany Church in Ligonier, Pennsylvania.